Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And today, I am joined by special guest, Gwen Tolios. Gwen is an author. She creates short stories, middle grade articles, and soon she's going to be doing romance novels. So we're going to be talking to her about her career, how she got started, and what she's got coming up. So Gwen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Oh, yeah, of course. So I am an author. So I actually started doing short stories, and then I've been working my way up to larger works, so novellas, and then finally a novel. I live in Chicago, and so I kind of spend my days doing the regular nine to five, but then am working on towards my dream of being a published author. And I really kicked that off last June, and it's kind of fun to see it accelerate. Well, how did you begin writing? Oh, oh, all the way back in third grade, I would say. So I had some elementary school teachers that were really good about encouraging me to write short stories during English sessions. And then as I got older, I got involved in a lot more writing communities, specifically when I was in college. I had creative writing classes. I found a group of local authors and they really encouraged me. And then from there, I started writing not just for fun, but also trying to look into publications and how to get that going. And then things just kind of snowballed from there. I found a few places that would publish my work and I just decided to let's do what I can and keep this going. So what kind of author are you? What what kind of content do you write? I write a variety of things. I primarily my bread and butter is short stories. So things that are usually under 5,000 words. And I tend to publish them around the internet, on a few websites, some of my social media. And then also I then collect them into anthologies. I tend to have stories accepted into anthologies that other people publish as well. So I tend to have one come out a year at this point in my career. I am a genre flipper, I would say. So while the majority of my stories are fantasy, sometimes I cross over into science fiction and I do have a few contemporary tales as well. Well, who's your influence? What influences your work? Any kind of authors or anybody that influences you? Oh, always. (laughs) I have a ton of them. Um, So my current big influencers is probably Shauna McGuire, And then also Diane Duane, she was a huge influence when I was a child, wrote one of my favorite fantasy series, and I would still call it my favorite fantasy series today, called The Young Wizards. Shana McGuire, I really like because she has this way of using current science fiction and bringing it into fantasy worlds. So the the blending of that I find very interesting. For both of those authors, I do like the prose. I'm also very much inspired by whatever might be on Netflix. I tend to be a really big media consumption person. I read a lot. I watch a lot of TV. 
I find that seeing other people's ideas, regardless of the media, tends to generate more ideas for me. They're launch points. They're ways to broaden my horizon. And I just kind of pick and choose from what I'm connecting with at the moment to inspire my next story. Okay, well, tell us about your next story, your your upcoming projects. What are you currently working on? So I'm actually getting ready to release my first full-length novel. I always wanted to be a published author, and I had started doing self-publishing. And the novel that I have coming out next month, actually, is with a publisher. So someone actually liked the novel and bought the rights to it, and now they are releasing it to a greater audience than what I could hit up myself. And that is a romance novel about a woman who has spent the past five years living abroad as a digital nomad, doing a lot of commuting work. And then she comes back to the States because her father is not having the best of time. So she wants to come and help him out only to realize that what is happening is he's got dementia. And so she needs her own support network in the States and finds it in her old college roommate who she used to have a crush on. So it's kind of the relationship between her and hold her old roommate, but also how to deal with a parent who's starting to struggle with the consequences of aging. And that's going to come out in April 5th. Well, congratulations on getting that publisher. Thank you. You also identify yourself as an asexual author. So tell us all about that. Yeah. So asexuality, for those who aren't aware of it, is when you don't experience sexual attraction. So it's a form of the queer umbrella. And the novel that I have coming out is very important to me because one of my characters is ace. So writing a romance that has an ace protagonist is actually very rare. You don't see it in media a lot. That is something that I have struggled with as an author. And one of the reasons why I did go self-publishing is because the market as a whole is not ready for those type of stories. You don't see them in other books. You don't see them in TV or movies. And so literature is kind of where this representation is starting to come up into the mindset of the regular American. Um, So as an author, I feel uh, there's a few things where I feel about it is because on one side, I'm like, okay, here is my way to help increase representation of the community that I'm a part of by being an author and writing these stories and releasing them to the world. While at the same time, though, I do feel that I'm struggling. The romantic beats, for example, of what you would see in an ace romance can be very different than the romantic beats you would see in a relationship where both people are very uh, hot and heavy for each other. (laughs) You're not going to see that in a lot of ace relationships. So I also tend to struggle as an ace writer to write stories that meet current market expectations. But obviously the market is growing and there are space for ace writers. And that's always really nice to see. All right. Well, go ahead and give out your website and your, your contact info. Oh, yes, of course. So my website is gwentolios.com and you can find me on a variety of social media sites. So Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr is actually where I'm releasing short fiction every other week. And then TikTok is where I tend to bring people along with me in the writing process for whether it's returning to you, the novel I have coming up, or future projects that I will be doing throughout the year. 
You also like to travel. So tell us about your best traveling adventure. Oh, I have so many of those. (laughs) So I really do like to travel and I tend to put that in some of my stories. So one of the places that Monica, the protagonist in Returning to You, had spent time in was Greece because I have fond memories of trips there. Last time I went, I was actually at Crete. So Crete and then also Santorini. So the the stories there. And I remember on Santorini, we had a wonderful tour guide who took us to these old ruins that were just impressive because it was one, an active archaeological dig. So we were able to see people work. And there was a lot of history around this place that actually was potentially connected to Atlantis. And that has always been a fascinating thing for me. I like the the old history and the old mythology. And so seeing historical representations of that, I always thought was very cool. But I'll also have random crazy adventures where you're kind of like, oh my goodness, is this really happening? I had two years actually living in Ethiopia for a while. And I remember one day I decided to go on a hike with a few friends and we started off kind of in the foothills of some mountains. And then we hiked down into the Great Rift Valley. And at one point, our tour guide was like, you might want to pick up some rocks. And we were like, why? And he's like, because there's hyenas over there. So we all kind of picked up rocks and watched these wild hyenas on the hill next to us, just kind of running around and playing in a pack. I was like, oh, I really don't hope they come over here. <laughs> so that was definitely a moment of travel where I'm like, oh, goodness, that is that is not something I want repeated. Yeah, I bet you couldn't wait to get out of there. Exactly. But we were also told you don't really want to run. You want to just be very calm. Don't draw attention to yourself. And they didn't bother us at all. It was kind of interesting to see hyenas in the wild too. I feel like not even every zoo has them. And here they just were. And they're kind of awkward looking beasts with their shoulders much higher than their hips. And there's nothing else quite like them that I've seen. Well, do you have any final thoughts or anything that I missed talking about that you would like to discuss? Just to kind of like advice for anyone who's trying to be an author and might be struggling with it. Uh, There is shifts in the industry where there's a lot more small presses coming up. So who are more likely to publish nonfiction or fringe stories. That's kind of who I'm working with for my novel coming up, but also self-publishing has been getting very easy, very quick to do. The hard part is always going to be finding your audience, but there should be nothing holding you back from actually getting your story published. Ladies and gentlemen, GwenTolios.com. I'd like to thank you for joining me today, Gwen, and tell everybody to follow, rate, review, and share this episode after listening. And Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Gwen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.